0: This is in ear insights, the Trust Insights podcast. Do you want to use AI in your marketing, but you're not sure where to start Take a class with Trust Insights and the Marketing AI Institute. The AI Academy offers more than 25 classes and certification courses to start you on your AI journey, including our Intelligent Attribution Modeling for Marketers certification. One membership gets you access to all 25 classes. Visit trustinsights.ai/aiacademy to learn more and enroll today. That's trustinsights.ai/aiacademy to enroll today. Are you struggling to reach the right audiences? Trust Insights offers sponsorships in our newsletters, podcasts, and media properties to help your brand be seen and heard by the right people. Our media properties reach almost 100,000 people every week, from the In Ear Insights podcast to the Almost Timely and In the Headlights newsletters. Reach out to us today at trustinsights.ai slash contact to learn more. Again, that's trustinsights.ai slash contact. In this week's In Ear Insights, we're talking about convenience and the way that some companies are able to provide value in ways that at 1st seem like, well, that seems like why wouldn't you do that yourself? You know, it's the the version of why would you go to a restaurant when you can cook the same thing at home for a substantially less money? The example uh, we're talking about is we saw the software company uh, that sells public data in an API to companies that want to bring in public data. And when I first saw that I said, Well, why would you need to do that? It's it's trivial to, you know, bring in data from like the US Federal Reserve Bank or data.gov or any of these credible sources. And it's already free. Why would I pay $400 a month or more to do exactly the same thing? So Katie, why would we do that?
1: (laughs) Well, um, you know, some of it comes down to time, some of it comes down to skill set. And some of it comes down to, I just want someone to do it for me. So in the example of the restaurant, you know, if you're, you know, pressed for time or you can't cook, you then, you know, getting takeout and going to restaurants is probably part of your routine as opposed to buying food and making it yourself. So you replace those costs of buying groceries with buying pre-made food already, um, you know, when we were talking about this last week, I was giving the example of, you know, the fruit cut up at the grocery store. So, you know, you can buy a watermelon, a whole watermelon for a couple of dollars, or you can buy a very small portion of the watermelon, but it's already been seeded and cut up and portioned for you. But it's more expensive because someone else has already done the work. And for a lot of people, that pre portioned already work already having the work done is more attractive, because then they don't have to think about it. You know, the same is true for like, you know, think about the things around your house, I could get up on a ladder and try to clean my gutters myself. Or I can pay someone, you know, $100 to clean out my gutters better than I can do it. And so there's this give and take with this, you know, market of convenience. Now, some of the stuff really does come down to I don't have the skills or I don't have the time. And then some of it comes down to, I just don't want to. I don't want to clean my gutters. I'm happy to pay someone else to clean my gutters so that I don't have to deal with it. And I think when we're talking about, you know, services within marketing and data uh, analytics, prepackaged data is an attractive thing to people because they don't have to deal with trying to figure out how do I connect an API? What is an API? Where do I bring it? How do I clean it? where do I get it? Do I know how to use it? Like, just give me the data, tell me what it says. And then I can go about my merry way. But I feel like Chris, because you are such a uh, do it yourselfer, you probably have a difference of opinion on this. I, I do,
0: particularly since this company offers an API, which is what you're buying. It's like, so you could not spend $400 a month and still do the same amount of coding that you're going to have to do to connect to this company's API. I think the value of what they're offering theoretically is that um, there the data itself is is supposedly vetted but it, it is all public available data from you know re- different governments the same way that you know a lot of people pay subscriptions to statista instead of uh, you know googling for a minute and a half to find the actual underlying data source and so that the challenge I run into is not so much the the existence of it it's the value property you know, what is the the value of spending you know four hundred dollars a month to get data that's already free um, in a format that is not necessarily prepackaged any better than the original data. But why you know, wh- how much time does that save you? Like, does it? Does it really save you that much time? Like, I guess if you're really bad at googling, um, then that it would save you some time. But to me, it's like, I don't see the time savings there. There's some things that for sure, I see the, the time savings for it. and I, like you said, it always comes down to time, money and skill, right? Which of the, uh, those do you have the least of um, tells you what you're going to have to do? If you've got skill, and you got time and you don't have money, then yeah, you're gonna be making it, it's it's gonna be all DIY all day, right? And on the other hand, if you have no time, and you have no skill, but you got a ton of money, everything in your life is prepackaged, you know, you, you somebody probably comes in and makes your bed for you. Um, and, and that's okay, Right? there's a, there's a place for that, there's definitely a market for that. But where I question is, especially in today's environment, what is the return on investment of of something that's that expensive? Like, if that, was, if that was nine bucks a month, like okay, you know, nine bucks a month, so I can code to one API instead of five, I can see that time savings pretty quickly. Um, but four hundred bucks a month, I don't see the savings there.
1: Do you think that perhaps it's a misunderstanding of how much work you have to do yourself versus? that return on investment. And so the example that you're giving Chris is this company who is, quote unquote, pre packaging data sets, but really, there's still a lot of setup and developer time needed in order to access these data sources, which is relatively the same as you just doing it, you know, yourself and getting these free, you know, it sounds to me like there's perhaps a misunderstanding with this particular company, what they're, what they're selling, what they're giving access to, and how much work you have to do yourself? Do you see the value in, you know, if this company were to say, you know what, we will, for that $400 a month, we will also set up the API, do the coding for you. And basically, all you have to do is show up, and the data is presented to you in a usable format.
0: I could definitely see the value in that. Yeah, if it was literally, you know, the, what's the 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 B2B cliche, It literally a turnkey solution and, and and it really was. Then yes, because that saves time. Um, the other thing that they could do that it, we didn't see in their marketing but would be a, a significant value add would be <clears throat> these data sets have been cleaned because um, we know government data sets have all sorts of anomalies in them. Um, you know, the Medicare data sets a really good example The the hospital quality uh, data set 30% of it's missing because uh, it's very it's self report itself. Yeah, it's self reporting. Um, especially in today's environment you know this data set has been validated for bias um, you know or has the the provenance and the lineage of the data set has been uh, verified like this is we know this is good data we know this data is free of of obvious biases both statistical and human those are the things where suddenly $400 a month starts to make a lot more sense. Because if you can mm-hmm. say, Hey, I'm going to build a machine learning model on this thing, and I need to be able to show an auditor Yep, uh, that I checked the data set. If you don't have training in detecting statistical bias, but you can buy from a verified vendor, then yeah, you've basically handed the blame off to somebody else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's walk through some of the things that are of value. Uh, in this, you know, I'm calling it this convenience market segment. And so these are services done for you that if you had the time, you could do yourself or if you had the skill you could do yourself. But the reason people seek these things out is because they don't have the time or they don't have the skill or they just don't want to do it. Uh, You know, one of the things that we do Chris at Trust Insights is we will set up somebody's Google Analytics account for them uh, using best practices and then make sure all their tags are connected so that they can collect the proper data. And this is something that we always kind of go back and forth of where why can't somebody do this themselves versus we're happy to do this for them because it keeps us in business. You know, what are some of those things that are are good return on investment and fit into that convenience market?
0: You know, it's funny you bring that up because that's something that I wrestle with all the time, which is what's the value of it? right? I was thinking about that last night while I was shoveling mulch, like what is the value of Google (laughs) Analytics, right? By itself, it doesn't really have any value. Uh, You know, it's just a pile of data. Um, And so setting it up correctly is theoretically important, but only if you're doing something with the data, you know, one of the things that we say all the time is data without decisions is a distraction. If you just collect data, and and you're you're obsessing about the data, and you're not actually making any decisions with it, it's you're wasting time and money. Mm -hmm. Where the value is, for all of this stuff, including this, this the convenience stuff is, does it get you to better decisions faster? Right? So if you have a good Google Analytics setup, and a good Google tag manager setup, and you're bringing in the data, and you're running an attribution model, and you figure out sooner rather than later that you're wasting your budget on Facebook, right, that's a decision you can make that has benefit, like, I, you could say a week into a campaign, huh? That sure looks like Facebook's giving us no real return on investment because we're pouring $10,000 a day into it, and we're getting five leads, right? That's, that's an easy decision to make, like, okay, let's, let's put that spend somewhere else. So when we offer those services in some ways that those are like prerequisite services to actually getting the value out of Mm -hmm. the, the data itself. And could you get the value that data value somewhere else? Maybe, but Google Analytics is pretty thorough, which is one of the reasons why most of the planet uses it. Where I see a role for all kinds of companies, including ours, is making that data valuable, we're turning it into decisions. Like, okay, we're going to look at this with you and say, this is what you need to do more of, this is what you need to do less of. This looks like an opportunity for you. This looks like it could be a problem for you. Uh, one of the reasons why we see things like SEO and social media analytics and stuff be continue to be prominent in marketing is because there's a lot of data people mm-hmm. can't make good value out of it. And they don't know what to do when you when you hand somebody your standard SEO report out of an SEO tool, the, their eyes just get really big, like, what do I do, as opposed to when you hand somebody, you know, a, a boiled down report, it's like, fix these five pages, They're like, got
1: it. <laughs> so it sounds like you're saying, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that a lot of these uh, off the shelf software tools that are meant to make your life easier, collect the data, automate things, they're not actually making anything easier for you, they're just adding more work for you. So therefore, the return on investment and the convenience piece of it is working with some someone hiring someone to help you make sense of the information. So it's not the data collection, that's the convenience. It's the making sense of the data that you are collecting. That's the convenience.
0: Let's go back to your grocery store analogy. Right, there's there's like mm-hmm. what four different kinds of shrimp you can buy. There's like whole shrimp, mm-hmm. there is uh, pre-cut easy peel shrimp, there is uh, cooked shrimp, and then there's obviously you know dishes with shrimp in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference between whole shrimp and easy peel shrimp is basically uh, a, a large knife, right, that somebody has gone through and, and, and cut these things in a way that you can cut and peel them a little more easily. That's some value. But if you can't cook, you've just you've still bought $14 of something that that is no good. So with the equivalent there is if we go in and we set up Google Analytics, and you still can't make use something useful out of the data, you've we've saved you a step. Mm-hmm. But you're still getting no value as opposed to here's some shrimp gumbo or you know, whatever else that uh, Bubba les- listed in uh in Forest Gump, you know, all the different <laughs> shrimp dishes you could possibly cook. That's where we all want to go is what do I do? What 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 should I be doing? Because to your point earlier, we are so overloaded and so overwhelmed every single day with all the stuff happening in marketing, in our jobs, in the world at large. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What, 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 what should you do? One of the things that like I do with the I publish a, a weekday newsletter on the pandemic. And the thing I try to focus on is, okay, out of all this news, what should I be doing differently than I am right now? Like, there was a piece last week on on flying on airplanes, like, make sure that the vent is pointing at your face full blast, because the air coming through the vents has already been filtered. Uh, so you want as much clean air on you as possible. Like, that's something mm-hmm. I can do. And I feel like when we talk to our clients, when we hand them the punch list, this is what you need to do. They're a lot more grateful for that than saying, here's your new dashboards. Good luck.
1: Yeah, no, and, and I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes that, um, you know, these agencies that are trying to be part of that convenience market are doing is they're forgetting about the so what, you know, okay, so I'm giving you all of this information, great. So what? And that's actually the question, Chris, I probably ask you, I ask you every single time you send me a report to review is so what, why, do, why am I looking at this thing? Give me something actionable to do so that we can pass it off to our clients. Um, you know, And that's something oh, yeah, like that we'll uh, be actually doing for ourselves today. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's the reason why we called our live stream, which is every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern, so what? Because the goal of making all of these tools work together and convenient for marketers is so what? You have to be able to do something with the information that you have, and there is data overload. And you know, with you know, so Chris, in your example of the pandemic uh, email that you send out every day and the data that you collect, I personally I don't read it because it's overwhelming amount of information and unless I have those very tangible things that I can do, I don't need to take in more information. Uh, And I don't plan on getting on a plane anytime soon. So for me, I'm, I'm the wrong audience because I'm not someone who can benefit from this additional amount of information. And I think that that's probably one of the things that happens when a company hires on a marketing analytics agency is they think, well, if I just have more data, then I can do more with it. And then it gets overwhelming, and there's too much information. And then there's this disconnect of, well, you agency have brought us more information, but nothing has changed. If anything, we're just more confused. And the focus should be on that, so what? The what can I do? What is the action? And, you know, when we go back to the original point of the conversation with this convenience market, when you have these companies that are working so hard to convince you that your life will be easier if you hire them, you'd better be true to what you're saying. My life had better be easier if I hire you. Don't make me work harder because I will let go of you immediately. And it, you bring up a really good point there because,
0: in the example of the strip, if you're a good chef, the pre cut shrimp is probably the best middle ground, right? Because you can still see the quality of it. You can still see, you know, mm-hmm. it was it healthy or not and stuff like that. Where if it's pre cooked, it's like, okay, you know, who knows how long it was cooked you know, or how well it was cooked. But also, you don't want to be, sitting with a knife cutting open 500 shrimp every night before service. So mm-hmm. that's a case where you have someone who is skilled who can take the output of, you know, a time saving step and, and get real benefit out of it. There are not that many people who are in that bucket. So for this convenience market, you have to decide what level of convenience matches up to the market that's out there. If you have somebody who's a trained data scientist, that convenience API could save them some some time, right? Because they don't have to get the developers. If they're a developer themselves, they don't have to write the code themselves. But is it enough of a convenience, that it's worth it, as opposed to what's the next step in the process? And can you provide that, even though it will cost more, because every step you take, the, the, the cost goes higher, it's like, you can buy green whole coffee beans for like, four dollars a pound, really good ones. Then you gotta roast them yourself, grind them yourself, turn them into coffee. And when you could just buy a cup of you know coffee from Starbucks, which is like maybe 15 beans total, right? Um, and get the same get the same outcome. Obviously, there are way more customers of Starbucks than there are customers of sweet maria's on roasted coffee beans, right? Mm-hmm. So for all of us in this industry, we have to think about where is the market and who's gonna pay for what level of convenience if I make you a Google data studio dashboard and you never look at it it's the same as not having it at all right mm-hmm. you you may as well have just you know spent it on i don't know you know cocaine
1: and Netflix sure <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that one um, you know I was in. I was thinking about this this morning prior to us recording. And, you know, I feel like so there's, there's two sides of it. There's the companies providing the convenience. And then there's the companies who are buying the convenience. And so if you are the company buying the convenience, you probably fall into one of a couple of buckets. One is, you know, I just want somebody else to get their hands dirty and do the thing myself and do the thing so that I don't have to. The other is, I don't have time to do the thing. But then there's, what I was thinking about was sort of that smart delegation. It's, I probably have people on my team who could do the thing, but is that the best use of their time? Therefore, can I bring in someone to do the thing alongside my team? And then, you know, they can guide them, and but my team can then focus on other things. So I think there's, when you're evaluating this, you know, these conveniences, You know, Chris, to your point about cooking shrimp, you know, what's that middle ground? And that's probably the sweet spot for both the service provider and the person buying the service is, you know, give them enough so that they can do the thing themselves, but make sure that you're providing value for them. Um, And fun fact, one of my first jobs was actually in a seafood restaurant. And so I can clean and peel shrimp uh, very, very quickly. So for me, I'm always going to go for the completely unclean shrimp because I can do it myself. Very speedily. And I would even compete if I thought that that was a thing that would be worth my time.
0: <laughs> there are competitions for that. So to <laughs> wrap up. <laughs> when you're evaluating vendors of any kind, you're looking at four factors time, money, skill and motivation. Do you have the time? Do you have the money? Do you have the skill? Do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Judge each vendor? based on where you are, where they are and find out where they can complement you rather than overlap or deliver mismatch services. And be careful do ask questions like what is the ROI of of this particular service? Um, Sometimes you're going to find out the answer is not necessarily all that good. If you have follow up questions for this, uh, drop us a line, go over to our slack group, go to trustinsights.ai slash analytics for marketers is our free slack. There are 1300 marketers discussing all sorts of analytics and data questions and the occasional funny joke, uh, very occasional. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed to our show, please go to trustinsights.ai slash ti podcast and subscribe today. Thanks for watching. Want help solving your company's data analytics and digital marketing problems? Visit trustinsights.ai today and let us know how we can help you.